You, um, I was, I was watching your conversation with, with Tom Billion. I found it really, really interesting and important because one of the things you talk about when we're talking about, you know, deciding what you want to do with your life, whether it's a business or you want to be a pickup artist or whatever it is, mm. is this the importance of asking the question why? And in the society and culture we live in, especially one that's so driven by comparison, where your values are almost being handed to you by Instagram and the Kardashians, like this yeah. is how, this is what you should value. Like I almost, I've almost felt, I remember one day a kid came up to me after I did this like big talk on stage and he said, I want to be a public speaker. And he was like 17. And you're yeah. thinking, but you've got nothing. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you, you going to talk about? <laughs> and, it's, and really what he's saying is like, he doesn't want to be a public speaker. He wants the admiration. Yes. He thinks public speakers get probably because he's insecure. Yeah. And, and so many kids, including myself as a young kid, we don't actually know what we want. We have mm -hmm. no fucking clue. Mm -hmm. But what we probably want is not to be insecure and get laid. Like at the heart of it. And the pursuit of that, as right. you've described, takes us down a dark alley to the wrong place, usually a dead end as well. So how do I figure out what, what I actually want yeah. in my life without it being Kardashian noise or Instagram? Like what does, what, what do I want and how do I find out? I think, so it's a tricky thing, right? Because again, I think you you kind of have to get it wrong. It's like the relationships. You need to get a couple wrong before you know how to get it right. And I think it's the same in pursuing a career or or, or finding a purpose in life. Like you, you need to get it wrong a couple times because we're experts at tricking ourselves. You know, it's like that kid, he wants admiration, right? But if you ask them in his head, he's like, no, 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 I'm just really passionate about communicating with people. I love people. You know, and it's like, we all do that to ourselves. We all like, we find the the admirable narrative to kind of explain what we're, what we want in the world. So I think you need to go through, you need to hit a couple dead ends. You know, it's like, like that kid, he probably should go get on stage and give the speeches and get the applause and then realize that the applause doesn't solve anything, that he's, st he's still just as insecure as he was before. Because then once, once he does that, then he'll be ready to ask that question of like, why do I want to do that? Like, why am I really doing this? It, it's almost a question you have to earn in a lot of ways. Interesting. You know, and I feel like a lot of people, they just want to start there. And it's like, no, 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 you have to like, cause look, we're all like the Kardashian thing, right? Like, like the reason that stuff is so popular is because we're wired to value it. We're wired to want status. We're wired to want to be beautiful and sexy and we're wired to want to impress others. Like that's never going to go away. The question is, is like, what do you want once that is kind of removed from the equation? But I think mentally to be able to remove it from the equation, you have to try to get some of it first and 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 see that it doesn't work. That makes sense. And what did you come to learn for yourself um, once you got that stuff? You had the money. You were, you know, mm -hmm. had lots of um, success in the field. Yeah. With uh, pickup artistry, and you tried all of these things, and you tried the cars. And what did you come to learn that you value? Well, I had an interesting experience in my career, which we were joking about it before we went live. Was like I kind of had this realization. So I started the pickup stuff when I was like 21, 22. And, and then I started coaching and like teaching dating advice um, probably when I was like 23, 24. And I got to like my late twenties and I, it suddenly, it started to dawn on me that like, this is cool now, but 
in like five years, it's going to be really creepy. You know, like it's, it's one thing to be a 25 year old who's like taking a bunch of dudes out to like talk to girls in a club. It's very different to be like a 35 year old guy <laughs> who's taken out a bunch of dudes to talk to 20 year old girls at a club. Like it just, it's a much different look. And I also just realized I'm like, I don't want to do this forever. Like this is fun, but like I, this is actually not fulfilling in any way whatsoever. Like I need to find what my next thing is going to be. And during that period when I was doing all the dating relationship advice, I started to realize, especially like a lot of, a lot of clients, a lot of guys who hired me, you know, I take them out to the bar and we talk to some girls or whatever. But after a year or two, I realized like what these guys really need is a therapist. <laughs> you know, it's, it's their problem. You know, they're good guys. Like they're, they're smart. They're, they're like, they've got a good job. Um, they're sure they're a little bit nervous talking to a girl, but like who isn't? What really what their most of their problems were is like very deep seated insecurities, emotional issues, and they hadn't dealt with it yet. And so the last couple of years I did that job, I would kind of just take the guys to the bar as an excuse and then sit down with them and be like, okay, let's like, what's really going on in your life? You know, like, like let, let's get into why do you feel so insufficient or, or unworthy of, you know, dating her or talking to her or whatever. And so I, I kind of realized that like, you know, what I should be writing about is this stuff, you know, the, the, like the, the, three best first dates or like how to get her to reply to your text every time. Like I was writing stuff like that back then because it, it got traffic and it it, mm. would, it would get sales. But I'm like, that's not what people actually need. That's not what they need to hear. What they need to hear is kind of this deeper stuff uh, about self-esteem and self-worth and vulnerability. And and so I, I made that decision to pivot into that, to stop being the dating coach and 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 actually start writing about personal development and emotional health, because that's something I knew I could be proud of and, and I could do for the rest of my life. You know, you, you, you can be a 50 year old, uh, talking about those things. And it's still like something you can hang your hat on. Like, mm -hmm. but I never would have gotten there if I hadn't done the dating coach stuff. Mm -hmm. If I hadn't kind of been obsessed with the, like, yeah, let's go to the club and like try to get laid. Like you, that's the entry point. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you find the deeper stuff along the way. And that's your, that's your sort of now your professional, um, value, I guess. The one mm. of the things you value professionally, but in terms of like holistically, when you look at your whole life, what mm. are the things where the values at the heart of Mark that allow him to be, you know, fulfilled, stable, and, uh, yes, sustain, sustainable, like the sustainable values sure. that you think can last you because of these values, I will be somewhat, you know, content and fulfilled for the next 30, 40 years holistically. Gotcha. So, I mean, the answer, it's going to sound really banal, but like, um, but it's true. Uh, you know, I think probably the biggest one for me is, is honesty and not just honesty, you know, with the, with the people in my life, like uh, honesty is a standard that I hold kind of everybody, all my friends and everybody I, I work with too. Um, but it's also something I hold myself to, uh, being honest with myself. I think generosity is is mm. one that I've discovered. Again, it's one of those things that when you do make all the money, like you do make a buttload of money, 
you learn that it's so much more fun to spend it on other people mm. than it is yourself. Like it feels so much better and, and it means a lot more. Like it's, it creates those really powerful moments that you, you do mm. remember for the rest of your life. Whereas the Lamborghini you've, forget about <laughs> only, <laughs> like, only two seats right you are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level and a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast if you don't know already NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting financial management inventory HR into one platform and one source of truth it's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud, so you can access it from anywhere. And the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky. And it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one of a kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode. You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud, so you can access it from anywhere. And the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky. And it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one of a kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode. <laughs>